Bung bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel, the best in sports being advice. We just had a huge monster day today. That's Tuesday, the uh, I believe it's the 14th. It is the 14th. Um, Tuesday, the 14th of January 2020. Okay, 2020. Now Joel sends these bets out straight to your phone. Well, he sends them to your email. You can check it on your computer, your phone, your, your tablet. All right. You just follow the rules, do what he says, do exactly what he says, and you're gonna make some bread. I've been doing this for eight, nine, 10 months or something like that. I've had one losing month. I've paid for a, a four day trip to Melbourne and I've paid for, you know, a whole house full of new furniture. Thanks to Bet With Joel. You wanna get that bread up like me? Go to betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, P-O-D-D-Y, betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty, enter promo code potty exclusive 50, that's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off of your first week subscription. Um, you must use the link, you must use my link to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So welcome to the potty.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Okay, sign up. There's no lock-in contracts and this is... This is just a way to supplement your income. Hey, you make you make fifteen hundred a week, yeah. Now you're making two thousand a week, bro. All right, think about that. Or maybe you're making now twenty five hundred a week. You're really making some bank here. So just keep doing it. Get involved. Welcome to the potty No, betwithjoel.com/ref/welcome to the Get around it. You wanna. Support the Welcome to the Potty podcast. Go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a butter soft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. These shits, man. They're going like hotcakes. They're going to the Gold Coast, Melbourne, Sydney. Um, uh, where else did I just send one to? Uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Gold Coast. There was another play. Oh, up there in North Queensland. Shit, dude, we need someone, we need someone from Perth to buy. We need some, we need someone international to buy as well. Just buy them, dude. Guess what? 50% of all sales this month go to uh, the uh, country fire service, man, to help fight these ridiculous fires we got out here in Australia right now. Hashtag Australia is burning, hashtag fire crisis, man. So these shirts are going to help fight these fires, man. Um, so please, please buy yourself a Welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt. 50% of your, of all proceeds will go to, um, will go to, uh, charity. And also that, that includes shipping, you know? So this is, this is, uh, this isn't like shipping on top of that. 50% of shipping price will also go to, um, to the CFS. All right, so it's a good thing. We're trying to help these people out, man. And, and if you don't want to buy a shirt, just help out any way you can too. Any of the charities supporting, all right, go go help them out. Um, anyway, let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the potty, bung bung! It's your man Claytronic, a the big boss man, a the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always 
dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD podcast and the Magnum PI podcast and the captain. Um, no, we are here today on, uh, it's my mother's birthday and we don't usually date the show, um, because you know, this, this shit's timeless, but, um, I just wanted to, to tell you guys uh, that the 14th of January is my mother's birthday. So if you want to go ahead and if you follow her on social media, or if you know, if you know where to find her, you can go and give her a happy birthday. Um, she would love that. She would absolutely love that. So go ahead, go ahead and do that. Um, what else, man? A little, little bit of an update on the, um, you know, what, what happened on the weekend. So, um, I didn't do heaps, man, but I went, had a, uh, engagement party. And I think I talked about that because, um, I did an episode on Saturday. So basically as soon as I finished that, I had to get ready to go to this, um, this damn engagement party. And it was real fun, man. First of all, these people were wealthy people. So yeah, it was an open bar, man. The food was, the food was legit. Um, and that's really, you know, that's really all I've got to say about that. I, I think I, I definitely needed the alcohol with this thing. Cause, um, it was definitely people that I don't really know that well. And, uh, you know, I got real social, I got real social. So, um, that the alcohol helped me there and that seems like a pathology. Um, but you know, we'll explore that later in life once I've done more damage to, you know, my body and my relationships. <laughs> um, shit. So that was cool. We left there like pretty, like not heaps late, but pretty late. Like, um, shit, I think it was around 12 ish, like midnight. So we bounced out, um, Oh, and it was cocktail dress too. So we were looking smooth. So me and Rach, we went to the city, couple, um, couple small bars. Um, oh, we went back to the bar we met at called Clever Little Taylor. Shout out to Clever Little Taylor for getting it done. Um, and also shout out to Cheers, friend of the show, um, nominee for guest of the year 2019. Didn't quite get over the line, but um, yeah, um, yeah. Shout out to Clever Little Taylor for uh, me and Rach basically getting together. Um, even though it's, we've been together for about three years and well, two and a half, well, basically two and three quarter years. And, um, I haven't, I still haven't asked her to be my girlfriend, but she assumed that she was my girlfriend. So she's my girlfriend, I guess. So, so that's how that all worked out. Um, did we never had a conversation? So, to, so I guess that's, um, that's just a little bit of proof for you cats out there that think you need to have a conversation for you to become official with somebody. Cause we basically been living together pretty much the whole time we've been together. Um, so think about that. We haven't even talked about it yet. Haven't even talked about it yet. Um, and as far as I know, she's been faithful. There's no dudes usually in my house other than me. Um, no chicks are usually here other than her. So I would say probably 80% chance that that um, it's been like a faithful sit show. So it's pretty good, man. It's pretty safe. No one's worried. I'm not worried. Um, I'm not worried at all. Um, <laughs> shout out to super bad. Um, yeah. So we went, we went there. Then we went to this place called thousand Island, which is a type of salad dressing, I think. But, but we went, um, 
we went to this bar called Thousand Island. We met these people, um, became friends with them, and I liked them. Um, and I was like, oh, let's go somewhere else, right? And Rach is like, we're not, we're not hanging out with them all night, Clay. And I was like, yeah, too social, too social. I get it. I would have been, you know, sober me would have been ashamed of myself, you know. So we left there, tried to go to Rocket. It's another bar. It's called Rocket Bar. Um, and let me tell you this. $35 entry. Now, I know Chet. Uh, and Chet, Chet, Chet's, you know, he's got a, he knows, he knows Rocket. You know, he, uh, he's been there. He's done that. You know, basically worked for him or still does. Um, or I don't know. <laughs> you know, we never really know the deal with Chet because the first time I met Chet, um, he actually told me he was sponsored by Element uh, Skateboarding. He told me he was a sponsored skater for Element. And I was like, bullshit. And he pulled out a card that he kept in his wallet that basically was a sponsorship card, which I didn't know existed. And do you know why I didn't know that? Because it doesn't. But I was gullible or believing enough to believe this. Um, and so now it's pretty hard to trust Chet. So I don't really know if he ever worked for Rocket or did anything for him. But I called him. I still called him to see if he could, you know, help us out with getting rid of this ridiculous cover charge. But he didn't answer. I think he texted me. Um, I don't know. I was pretty loose. Um, so we didn't go there. Uh, we didn't go there. We ended up going to this place called Sugar. Now I haven't been there since maybe I was 18. So a full decade and a bit. Um, and you know, I wasn't impressed back then. I wasn't really impressed, uh, on this occasion. Now they did have a bar with alcohol behind it. So yeah, I was, I was impressed with that. And I got, you know, I got after that a little bit. Music, no thanks. Um, you know, the crowd, the the people that it attracted, no, no thanks really. Now, you know, did now, if now, okay, if someone, you know, offered me some of that devil's dandruff, would that have changed my mind? Now, how do I say this without coming across as an addict? Yes, it would have. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's. That's basically, that's probably a place I just won't go back to for another decade, you know, and all the best to them. I hope they're opening in another decade for me to check it out again. Um, unlike HQ headquarters, um, which changed location and then, and then shut down basically two years after it changed location. So I think that's, that opened in 2006, closed in 2020. Good run, good run. Uh, you know, I've, I've seen places basically that's, that's 14 years. I've seen places close after 14 days sometimes, especially, especially down in the Bay area. Cause, um, sorry, Bay area. That sounds like I'm talking about up there in uh, San Francisco, Oakland type area, but this is, I'm talking about the Bay. I'm talking about Glenelg, you know, the 5045 son. Um, yeah, dude, not the best place to open a business Glenelg. I don't, I don't think. I mean, I've seen, I've seen businesses come and go my whole life, bro. They don't give a fuck about longevity down there, dude. It's just too much of a seasonal area. It's packed in the summer, right? And then in the winter, why would I go there? It's so windy. It's cold. Um, there's not really enough cover for me. Um, you know, it's dark early. Um, things, you know, things of this nature, you know, so... 
So that's the Bay Area. Why was I talking about that again? HQ. Um, what else? The Oscars, dude. Um, I don't. Obviously, the Oscars hasn't happened yet, but nominations are out. Um, obviously, the Joker got nominated for everything. This movie, nineteen seventeen, that isn't even out yet, got nominated for everything. Um, what's this Korean movie called again? Parasite got nominated a bit. And then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, of course. Um, and everybody was thinking that this movie, Uncut Gems, with Adam Sandler, um, he was going to get nominated for his, for an, for Best Actor. And he didn't. And they're calling it a snub. Now, I haven't seen this movie, but I would say that because of his... And I'm not knocking Adam Sandler. I love Adam Sandler. But I'm thinking maybe because of his past as a... Basically, a guy that acts like a, you know, a retard, uh, an R word, you know, and I've been saying retard on the potty a lot lately, and you know, um, I haven't, I haven't actually had any negative feedback. I think either people don't care that I say it, or um, are just not engaging with me, and I'm not even trying to make, I'm, dude, I'm just telling the truth, dude. That's what, he, that's what he acted like. He acted like a retard, bro. It's a word, bro. So sometimes it gets used. Um, so yeah, like, uh, you know, he just, maybe, maybe he'd never had enough respect to just come out and then finally do a serious movie and then get an Oscar nod. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not fair. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really talk on that. And then I've already seen people complaining that no women, um, directors got nominated for best director. And I'll tell you why, dude. Because none of the women this year were good enough. Okay? Dude, Lady Bird came out a year ago. And I'm pretty sure uh, the director's name was Greta Gerwig. And that was a female. And I'm pretty sure she won. And I, that's unsourced. So I need to look it up. So um, Lady Bird. Um... Awards nominations. Hold on. Lady Bird IMDB. Click on that. And I could I could absolutely be wrong here. Nominated for five Oscars. Um okay. Nominated Best Achievement in Directing. Um, and I guess, does that mean best director? I don't know, but that what this movie came out in 2017. Okay. I don't know. I don't know, but I know that if none got nominated, it wasn't cause they're women. It's cause they were women that weren't good enough this year, maybe next year, you know, you just need to stop picking shit out to be mad about. And I said this, I said this. When Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith decided that the black people were going to boycott the Oscars or whatever. Just, who cares? Who cares if you get a shiny little statue for recognition of you pretending, pretending. That's what your job is, is pretending. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Shut up. Move on. Keep making movies. We'll clap for you. You'll make millions of dollars. Who cares? About your fucking nominations. Now, yes, 
I'm aware that if you've got that on your resume, you can ask for more money. You can get greenlit for more movies, things like this. Bottom line is if you make good movies, people are going to allow you to do good things. So don't make shit movies. And if you don't get an Oscar nomination, people are still going to be like, oh shit, that was a good movie. Yeah, direct this for me. Okay? Man. It's just frustrating, man. It's so fucking... Everything's got to be sexist, dude. It doesn't. Not everything does. Um, There was something else I wanted to talk about here. Um, uh, Dating terms. Hold on. I, I saw this on Twitter today. Um, but I forgot to favorite it. So we'll see if I can find it. Okay. Now I saw this and this is dating, uh, dating terms to know for 2020. Are you on the market? You've no doubt heard of ghosting. And that's basically when you're at a date, um, but nobody else is, you know, <laughs> so that's basically that you, I guess, no, that's called getting stood up. I guess ghosting is more like they disappear on you. I'm just going to go to the toilet and they don't come back from the toilet, dude. You're sitting there twiddling your thumbs. You didn't bring your phone in. You're trying to be polite. So you can't even like, you know, check Tinder or whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess they're, they're, they're trying to make some new, some new, um, things to say this year. So let's go through a few of them. Uh, there was dial toning. Um, so that's when you give your, give someone your number and they reach out, but you just never respond. So you just got dial tone. So if I, you know, Stacy says, Hey Clay, what's your number? And I give her my real number and I, I got a text saying from Stacy, it was nice meeting you. Um, how about we catch up sometime? And I, and I say, You know, so you guys thought I was going to say something, but if I, if I just sit there and I say, that's dial toning. So, so that's, uh, that's something to do this year. If you want to try that, um, yellow carding. So that's when you, uh, you call out your date for bad behavior, um, uh, a questionable view or general rudeness. Now I don't like the sound of this. Um, behavior towards a waitress or waiter, you can call them out. And I would say you can expect, that's how you know the true character of a person, I think, is how they treat um, people in in that service industry, in any service industry, like bellboys, waiters, waitresses, um, you know, uh, cashiers. You can tell someone's character by the way they treat them and you can call them out if you want. But I would probably not go on a second date. Now, questionable views. Now, if they're saying like, dude, dude, I'm just getting a little bit tired of all these black people moving into our neighborhoods. Now, that's something that you can for sure say is, uh, you know, hey, that's kind of, I'm pretty sure that's racist what you just said, dude. But if they're just saying like, hey, you know what? Um, if, if, you, if you ask some wild shit like, hey, Clay, would you ever kiss a man? And I'm like, on the lips? And you're like, yeah. I'd be like, well, no. How drunk am I? But like, no, regularly, no. Maybe my best friend on his birthday if we're both super drunk and went had no tongue, you know? But like, but like, just like sexually kiss a man, no. And they're like, oh, that's homophobic. I would be like, well, you're calling me out for being homophobic, even though I just am heterosexual, you know? 
and you're too much of a snowflake for me, so I'm out. So, so that could backfire on you if you're too much of an asshole about it. Here's one called white clawing. Staying with someone who you find very attractive, but otherwise simple or boring. And let me tell you this, I've been in this situation, um, but I wasn't, we weren't in a relationship, but I was seeing someone for a little while, you know, we did, you know, we did the, the, you know, the horizontal mambo, like probably three times. And, you know, I'd probably say she was at least a nine, at least a nine, um, and that's on the hotness scale, but also the boring scale. And she's very smart, which I liked, but you're boring, you know? And also, like, didn't know how to really have a conversation. And this is this is a trait that hot girls have and also um, smart people have. Because smart people just operate on a level a little bit above the rest of society, right? And so they just don't even really want to talk to our stupid asses. So she was really smart. But she's also really hot. So like, and hot people think that they're better than you. And they, they are used to people asking them the questions because they're like always getting chased, right? By, you know, quarters, but also stalkers probably. But um, yeah, so I, I would be like, oh, like, you know, what do you think about, you know, what, what, the Russian missile crisis or whatever it is, you know? And she would just be like, I don't know what, I don't know. I'd be like, okay, do you wish to know what I think? And then she would be like, okay. And it was just like that. Those kind of conversations. Like, we'll go out for dinner. We never went out for dinner. So that was a lie. No, we went out for a drink one time. And I said, oh, oh, what, what do you want? She goes, what are you getting? And I was like, well, I'm getting a beer. And she said, I don't like beer. And I was like, well, order what you want. And she just couldn't do it, dude. And I just don't understand that. You know? And she was like a doctor or something like, so I don't know. I just cannot even imagine. Maybe she was nervous, like in the dating scene, but I just couldn't imagine her like with a patient, you know, like a patient comes in like, Hey, my, my nostril hurts. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Well look at it or something, put a tube up it. Like you got to help me. So, so that's why chlorine is staying with someone like that just cause they're hot. And uh, I'm pretty good at I'm pretty good at bailing from that. I'm pretty good at uh, staying true to my um you know my heart, um you know after probably after I've at least stayed true to my dig like two or three times at least. <laughs> oh, fuck, oh piece of shit. Um, this one is called glam boozled, glam boozled, and that's when you get ready to only get a text from your date asking you to cancel or reschedule, and that's too late notice. Unless someone dies, um, that's too late notice. I just don't believe that you can get sick that late, that close to a date. Um, something bad has to have happened. You, can, you shouldn't do that to somebody. Um, now, I've watched somebody get stood up before. I was actually on a date myself. Um, we was getting dessert. And this dude is sitting there lonesome for straight up probably at least an hour. And there was a table of girls that were there for probably as long as we were. And they kept looking at him and going like, oh, literally, they were all smoke shows. They go and sit with him. And he basically went on a date with three chicks instead of the bitch that stood him up. So don't stand dudes up. But glam boozle, dude, 
Don't cancel on somebody when it's too close, dude. They're getting ready. They've planned their day. They've planned their outfit, their swag. They've, you know, they're ironed. They're welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt, even though it doesn't really need ironing because it's so soft. It just drops and just looks smooth as butter at all times. Um, so, so that's something else not to do. Um, flea bagging, that's called uh, consistently dating the wrong type of person for you. And that's probably what 98% of the population does. And then says, uh, most of the women will say, oh, there's no good guys out there. All the good guy, all the good men are either married or gay. Uh, so these are the people just like that. They keep dating like drug dealers, um, ex convicts, um, you know, guys that work at gas stations, um, but only part time. And for the rest of the time, they don't, they just smoke weed. Um, homeless dudes. Um, you know, comedians. <laughs> so, so that's flea bagging. So you make sure you figure that out. You got to figure that out earlier. Um, and this one's called cause playing, not cause playing, cause playing. And that's when a former date contacts you well after the fact to ask you for an unrelated favor. Um, I guess that's like saying, Hey, Remember me, can you give my Instagram a follow? I'm trying to build a following. And that's, you know, and that's pretty wild to even ask that question of anybody, even if you're still dating them or um, even if it's a friend of yours. If that's the kind of question you're asking somebody, you need to, uh, you basically need to get a grip. You basically, basically need to get a grip, but also don't contact your old dates like that. You know, especially if you, especially if you gave them like a, um, a dial tone. Imagine that. Imagine Stacy texts me asking to go out and I never text her back. And three months later, I hit her up. Can you follow me on Instagram? Dude, that deserves, you know, you deserve to absolutely get glamboozled for that or something. Whatever. But that's, um, that's basically what I wanted to talk about today. But we've still got, you know, we've got some sport here. So uh, why not? Um, LSU versus Clemson national championship game, um, college football, uh, LSU won. Okay. LSU won, smoked them. Now I don't know a lot about football. I know, I know the rules, but I don't know, you know, I'm not, I don't know how much, I don't know if someone's got tremendous upside or things like this, but let me tell you this, this dude, Joe Burrows from LSU is a quarterback for LSU. I think we've just seen a future NFL Hall of Famer. He might be the most ready I've ever seen a quarterback out of um, college. Now, do I know what I'm talking about? Not really, so I'm not going to stay on that. I'm not going to stay on that. There was a, I believe, wide receiver for LSU named Racy McMath. So shout out to Racy McMath. Um, what a legend. That's huge. Uh, and that's, I think that's what we're going to call this episode is shout out to Racy McMath. Um, cause, cause I'm, I might be related to him. He was black. I did Google him. Um, Corey Maynard first alerted me, friend of the show, Corey Maynard sent a message saying, um, there is a guy on the LSU offense named Racy 
McMath and you know Google. I was at work and I stopped working straight away to check him out. So shout out to Racy McMath and we'll see. Um, I'd love to have him on the show. I would love to have him on the show um, at some point. I'd love to. I'd love that because if we're related, that would be. I mean, that would be dope. So Racy McMath, um, if you are listening. Um, if you do somehow find this episode, um, please, please um, hit me up at Claiborne McMath. No, no, that's my personal email. Um, hit me up at uh, welcome to the potty at gmail.com and let's, uh, let's organize to get you on the show and we can basically have a family reunion or figure out if we're related and or how. Okay, so yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Anyway, so that's college football. And also, uh, the Lakers played the Cavaliers today. Tristan Thompson dunked on Dwight Howard. No, Tristan Thompson dunked on LeBron James, gave him a stare down. They were up three in the first quarter. Lost by um, about 30 points. 29 points, I think they lost by. So don't bust your nut too early, Tristan Thompson. You're also the most overpaid and overrated player in the um, NBA. Um, and Dwight Howard is officially a 60% three-point shooter. So that's just, you can just sit on that egg till it hatches. All right? Um, we got some listen to this fuck shit. Uh, so go ahead and play that, Money Maker Mitch. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. Got this one sent in from Jared, not Jared, Jared. Um, and it is an article at Fox News saying Gwyneth Paltrow's goop is selling a vagina-scented candle and it's already sold out. Um, now she, you know, she first of all, she first of all named her child Apple, which was pretty annoying, but now um, she's a, she's named a candle, this smells like my vagina. And it costs 75 American dollars. Um, and it, I guess it doesn't smell like that because it, it smells like geranium, citrusy bergamot and cedar, which, um, which actually smells pretty nice. And so, I mean, so does pussy, but, um, it's pretty, I don't know. It's, I guess it's, I mean, I get it. It's probably a pretty smart move to do it because it's gone viral and, you know, Jared's sent it into the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but just Gwyneth, I think, you know, there's a level of fame that you get to that it actually, it actually just fucks you up a bit. You know, I think, um, you know, you got your Johnny Depp's, you know, Johnny Depp's out here, like, wearing the most accessories. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Now, now, did we ever, did you, I don't think we discussed, he got onto Instagram. Um, he got onto Instagram 
and everyone was very excited. He's got 2.3 million followers. Yep, congrats. But let's let's talk about his first his first ever Instagram video, okay? I'm going to play it right now. And it's embarrassing. And this is this is how rich people become. And he just remember that this man's job is to for millions of dollars pretend that he's someone else and then do that again the next year, okay? Um, so he thinks because of this that he is some sort of, um, you know, wise, all-seeing overlord or something. But just listen to what he's... Listen to this. When people come to my page, I want them to see, see me. Um, look, this is my first venture into sharing myself and my views with the world, and I'm a little bit nervous about it. Um, because quite frankly, I, I'm, I'm, I'd like, I know I want to have a monologue. I'm not sure I want to have the dialogue. <laughs> but I've learned that you got to have the dialogue to have the monologue, just as you have to have a monologue to have the dialogue. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, sharing who I am with you. I'm looking forward to seeing if, uh, if who I am translates, if what I want to share translates, if it tickles your funny bone, if it makes you think a second makes your heart swell up a little bit. If it makes you take a quiet moment for a walk and go, I gotta check in with the M and the E. Hopefully all those things. Let's have some fun with it though. And let's, let's again, let's keep the high eye, not the low eye. High eye. Um, when people come to my So can you, can you tell me what the fuck he was on about just now? What? First of all, what's up with the maniacal laughter after he said, you know, I, I want to have the monologue, but I'm not sure if I want to have the dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was way more wild. And this is underrated. This was way more wild than Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to have the monologue, but I'm not sure if I want to have the dialogue. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. What are you talking about? But I've realized that you've got to have the dialogue in order to have the monologue. Just like you've got to have the monologue in order to have the dialogue. But you know why? Uh, I hope this sharing a part of myself, uh, you know, I hope it tickles your funny bone. I hope it makes you go for a walk and think about the M of the E. And, uh, you know, let's keep the high eye, not the low eye, the high eye. What the fuck, dude? And that's fame, dude. And that's basically fame. That's fame in a nutshell. That's what I'm trying to say here. That's fame, dude. And um, that's uh, now. Now, would I have him on the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Absolutely. What would we talk about? I think we'd talk about the dialogue because <laughs> you got to have the dialogue in order to have the monologue, just like you have the monologue in order to have the dialogue. You know, like he's out of his fucking mind, his mind. Um, Johnny Depp, you know, you know, he's punching bitches in the face. He's wearing rings. He's wearing bloody two sets of sunglasses, three scarves, bracelets. Um, you know, he's doing it all. And Gwyneth Paltrow is naming uh, candles. This smells like my vagina. And that's, and that's, you know, that's some fuck shit. It's basically, that's the bottom line is that is... That is some fuck shit. Um, uh, let's check the emails again. We might have some would you rather's in there. 
Um, I don't think I'm going to do advice today because we're always, we're already over 30 minutes. So what does this say? Would you rather get a hundred dollars each time you cry or each time you manage to withhold the tears? Now, dude, I'm an expert and this is from someone named Theo. Um, now I'm an expert at withholding tears. I've been doing it for a very long time and one day it will come out. It will come out heavy, but if I get a hundred dollars each time I withhold tears, dude, I'll probably have, you know, like $600 a year. Um, and if I did it every time I cry, I'd probably have like $100 every two years, you know, so $50 a year. Um, so yeah, definitely, definitely withhold the tears. Um, and some people are sending in really, really long um, would you rather's and that's just wild. So I'm not going to read those. Um, this one comes in from Damien. Would you rather every time you take a shower, bath, the water will always be the perfect temperature or every sleep position always comfortable. Um, now, I, I actually, with my showers, I actually really, I'm very based on mood, what temperature I want it. Sometimes I'm hot, so I want a cold shower. Sometimes I'm cold, sometimes I want a hot shower. You know, sometimes I feel um, that I really need to clean my body, and that's a hot shower. And sometimes I feel like, oh, I've already had two showers today, but this is just a nice quick rinse. That's going to be a cold one. So, um, let me get that sleep position, man. Let me get comfy because I'll tell you last night I had a terrible sleep, terrible. So let me get comfy, dude. Um, what else have we got here? Um, would you rather be in a room full of people you've had sexual fantasies about or a room full of people who've had sexual fantasies about you? And I've got to take the second one because I don't want to, you know, just get, you know, unsolicited bonus by, you know, and, and I also, you know, I don't want to have to make a decision that difficult. So I would, I would take it and just have, you know, the ones that have had fantasies about me, they can be there, but that would also mean there's probably going to be ex-girlfriends there. Hopefully, like, hopefully my girlfriends fantasized about me. Maybe they didn't. Maybe it's all strangers. Maybe it's like, you know, my old, my old upstairs neighbor who was a man, maybe he's going to be there. We'll never know. Um, but I'll take that. It would be. It would also be nice to know, you know, who's had fantasies about me. So I'll take that. Would you rather lose weight for good, or lose weight for evil? And that's annoying. That's annoying, Pete. Um, and, and that very well could be Peter Hawley, friend of the show. Um, because like for good, you know, that means forever. And then this says lose it for evil. That's a weird question. Um, but I'd lose it for good in both sense of I'd lose it for to do good things. and I'd lose it to also, um, never have to put it back on. Um, would you rather be the greatest hero or greatest villain and why greatest? So if I'm the greatest, I'm winning either way. Um, probably villain dude. And just because if I'm the greatest hero, people are always going to want me to do shit for them, dude. Not just, it's not about you, you know? <laughs> It's not about you, man. Um, but yeah, I'm going to leave it there. So who sent that one? Um, shout out to Mary, whoever Mary is. Um, you know the drill. Follow us. Welcome to the Potty Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Um, rate and review the show. Uh, five stars, please, so we can get more sponsorships. Um, 
tell a friend to tell a friend, spread the word, get this show going, get this show on the move. Let's, let's pump it out there. I'm putting in the work here. You guys are, you know, you guys are reaping the rewards. Hit that re retweet button or hit the re, uh, you know, share button on Facebook or make just double tap, give, give all everything a like, you know, just do what you got to do. It's all free to do it. You know, you can buy a t-shirt that doesn't cost much, but you can do shit for free. That helps out the show as well. Um, and you know, we, we help other, our people too. We're helping out the, the country fire service. We're helping out single parents. If you know any single parents that, that could use a, a nice night out with their dinner and their childcare paid for, you hit us up and nominate them and we'll do a background check. Cause we've done one background check and it was the, you know, it was the parent of a 31 year old man, which, you know, I'm not trying to support someone who can be supported by their own son, you know? 12, probably 12 year old maximum age, I'd say. Um, and buy a t-shirt. Welcome to the potty.com slash store to help us out, man. This is my favorite part of the week. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves. And as always, this is the Welcome to the Body Podcast. And as always, bung bung. <laughs>